0: everybody this is your favorite hogcast uh, co-host charles s livingston uh it's my new professional name uh because so it sounds way professional uh <laughs> reporting live from a chilly portion of northeast arkansas i'm joined today by my two faithful co-hosts colby yarbro
1: what's up everyone
0: logan laughingston What up? Uh, obviously colby's here so we haven't replaced him with richard davenport yet we're still working <laughs> on that uh, still got the details <laughs> we, still, we haven't signed into a contract yet, but uh, that's in the works. So you got <laughs> Colby for another week. You got us. Um, so, you know, we apologize in advance, but uh, it's just one of those things. You know, it's a process. It's a fluid situation. Um, we're also joined by a friend of the podcast, Alex McDaniel. Alex, what's happening?
2: Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, for those of you listening, you heard our first podcast with Alex during football season. You're probably thinking, oh, okay, Arkansas – wins a basketball game, now they're going to have Alex back on and rub it in. It's not true. I asked Alex very early in the week last week, and she, she, I'm sure she'll confirm. I hope she'll confirm all this. I look like a real jackass if, if I say if I talk about how great I am and how fair I'm being. And then she's like, oh, no, he texted me this morning. It was crazy. I uh, asked her early in the week. We knew we were playing Ole Miss, and, um, and she was gracious enough to come on. Uh, Alex, is most of that true, some of that true? How much of my story is true?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would say it's mostly true, although I do think it would have been a lot better if you had called, like, you know eight seconds after Watkins made that layup and <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hey, you want
0: to be on the show tomorrow? Hey, I'm, um, I'm blasted drunk. Um, I, I'm at the see, what, <laughs>
3: what Charlie's not telling you, though, is he was going to definitely cancel this interview if we <laughs> lost the game last night. He was in the group <laughs> message like, man, dude, I got to give, I got to so tell Alex, like, some, my dog died or something, because this ain't well, going to work. Well,
2: to be fair, I, I said the same thing initially. I was like, I'll go on as long as we win, <laughs> but if we lose, then I'm going to have to cancel at <laughs> the last minute, so...
0: And, uh, for a while there, it looked like you're, you're, uh, going to be able to come back on with a season sweep. Well, did they leave by five late. Is that what happened? Ole Miss got up by five, I believe.
2: With Yeah. I, th- I mean, I had, I had a few cocktails, so I could, <laughs> I could be wrong about that, but, um, you know, I had a bad feeling going into, it. I don't want to say a bad feeling. I mean, it's no s- surprise to anybody that Arkansas is, has a great team. I mean, it, it, this wasn't like a surprise win or anything. Um, so, you know, as really as the first half started playing out and there was just this really strong Arkansas lead, I was like, yeah, this might come down to the last few seconds, but I, I wasn't confident that we could pull it out like we did against Florida. So. Well, we appreciate
0: that because I think uh, previewing the game last weekend, I think we all pretty much wrote this one off. Uh, I know I certainly did. I think I was even quoted as saying in the, on this exact show, yeah, I'll take one and one right now in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah, we, we played all did. Yeah, we all yeah, I'm pretty
3: sure said There was no way we were going to win this yeah. game. Yeah.
0: So you know, again, just knowing how the game went the first time and how traditionally the Tad Pads just a tough place for uh, for Arkansas to play. Even Nolan Richardson's best teams, um, you know, they struggled down there. Um, uh, the '95 uh, national runner-up team lost down there. It was their second conference loss, I believe. The '94 team didn't get a chance to blow a game in the Tad Pad because they played it at the Pyramid, which is uh, now a Bass Pro Shop in uh, in Memphis. But I forget why they did that. I was at that game, but like it, it was weird that they moved there. Well,
3: Arkansas and Ole Miss played in Memphis a lot, though. Yeah, they
0: did football, just for like a mm-hmm. football, basketball, sorts of other things, you know. So. I guess they we're trying to do like a Florida-Georgia rivalry well, type thing. Well, it's a
2: good – it's a really good spot for both of those teams to play, I think, in terms of the fan base. I mean, I I think I'm living proof of that. I grew up in Arkansas and I ended up at Ole Miss. But um, that's just – I think that's a good place to play. I don't know if it's as – you know, I think Oxford and Fayetteville, though, both have so much going forward individually as college towns, though, that it's kind of like, let's just go there, even though the drive is miserable. I hate it, but –
3: I know the big reason why I think Nolan wanted that game to be played in Memphis was for recruiting ah, yes. uh, purposes because yeah. Memphis is a hotbed for basketball talent, Absolutely. but the Memphis, the Memphis high tiger high kind of put an end to that. They don't want Arkansas and Ole Miss playing in Memphis anymore. Well, well yeah. John
0: Calipari specifically, who, uh, is, uh, Alex <clears throat> is a friend of the Hogcast. John Calipari is not a friend of the Hogcast. <laughs> no, uh, no. He has, he's long been a, a thorn in my side. So, uh, John, I know you're listening. Um, hating real hard can't wait for the game next weekend and uh just really looking forward to it uh in a number of ways but uh so so all right so Alex we're, we're gonna give you your your time here okay uh the the first game the first Arkansas Ole Miss game was played in Fayetteville it was uh never really close like last night's game it was uh, quite one-sided uh I was actually a uh, covering a Grizzlies game that night uh and missed the game thank god like usually I always make a point to watch the games on you know on demand because I'm a night owl you know I mean I, I'm like you mugs know, like I'll be texting y'all in the group message one one thirty, waking
1: me up, waking, waking,
0: waking me up, waking Colby up, like like these married cats, you know what I'm saying? Like they're over here, like like they're with their wives, you know, like hanging out, <laughs> trying to watch a movie. It
1: was texting I'm like, at one thirty.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real I mean, Erica shaking me down. Should, oh, it's just you should Charlie. know at this point who's texting you at one thirty. <laughs> you know, and again, it's better me than you know some. You know, uh, Colby, I know how you get around in, in Little Rock and whatnot. So, <laughs> uh, you know, and Alex, like I, same deal. Like, like I'll just be sitting there, be like, man, what's going on? I'll text the mug, and I'm like, oh, it's twelve forty five. Normal people are in bed. I'm watching an Arkansas game. Uh, <laughs> did not even bother to start the first Ole Miss game. It was just that dominating. I read about it on Twitter. Alex was throwing, I mean, just just absolutely giving it to me in doses. And to my credit, I did deserve it because earlier in the day, I think I referred to it, to last uh-huh. year's game in Fayetteville as the uh, Mississippi Massacre. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, and, um, you know, and I was feeling pretty good that night. And um, so, Alex, I'll let you take it from there. What did you think about the first game?
2: I mean, I thought the first game went really well. <laughs> I was I was happy with it. That's a great observation. I mean, you know, we were, we were coming off of that devastating overtime loss against Kentucky. You have to remember that. Like, that was – Devastated it was me, curious. too, as I
0: just explained.
2: And I think – well, yeah. And I think uh, psychologically, just looking at that, I mean, these guys, they came to play. I think they knew they were coming into a hostile environment in Fayetteville. Um, and I think if you can get kind of that, that sense of, you know, we've got to go in here and kind of prove ourselves after we saw what we almost did against Kentucky. I mean, I think you just had a lot of momentum going, um, you know, going that way. And so I actually don't remember gloating that. Did I gloat? Was that, I
0: I think your quote at halftime and I'm going to, I'm going to church it up. I'm going to (laughs) church it up for the, for the crowd. This is a family show. Uh, (laughs) and again, this isn't a direct quote. I'm not trying, you know, uh, it was all caps because most of your texts are all caps. As, as <laughs> if anybody who's texting Alex knows, most of I all
2: yell caps. a lot. <laughs> yeah, she
0: yells a lot. You know, young Jack. You know, you, you've got to get in that mode. Uh, I love hearing the Arkansas band play the fight song when they're getting their butts beat at halftime or something to that effect. And I was like, <laughs> did,
2: did I say well, butts?
0: <laughs> uh, you said a variation. of That was a family-friendly okay. okay. portion of it. Uh, you know, let's just say it was butts. You know, I can't remember the exact text. I'm not going to, I'm not <laughs> going to make it sound bad. It was butts. You said butts. Oh, uh, you might've said tails even. So, right. uh, <laughs> and, and you shot 76% in the first half. So that's a fair observation. To, I mean, you are still hitting. So I, I think it was higher in the first
3: half and they ended up, tailoring down
0: to 77% overall. <laughs> I
3: think I think after a, cold, a particularly cold 60%. i am not even joking. Uh, like, it was insane. I don't think
1: I've ever been a mad, as mad of a game as I had that Ole Miss game. Like, I was in Nashville at a hotel cussing in my hotel room. Like I wasn't even at the bar. I was just at, in my room just cussing.
2: <laughs> you're, drinking you're, alone like
3: in alone. his room. Like, <laughs> this sucks.
1: It was the you guys worst. You
3: just turned Colby into an alcoholic. What is wrong? <laughs> well, with that's you? when
1: Ole Miss came in, and, and I, I wouldn't like. I knew they were a decent team, but I, they're not the team that they are now. That I, you know, I didn't think they were that good yet. I didn't give them much respect. I'm like, oh, we're playing Bud Walton. They're a pretty good team, but you know, I think we'll win it, it the Bud, and then we'll lose in the Tad Pad. I didn't realize we were going to get just murdered, and they were going to put up almost hundred. They
3: hung almost hundred. I haven't seen that in the butt in a long time. Right, and
0: you know, and, and it was again the game last year. It was the last game that uh, Arkansas. Well, no, we won a game in the NIT, beat Indiana State, but the last game that Arkansas won last regular season was uh, the same game. Basically, just shot the lights completely out against Ole Miss, and and actually did rack up a hundred points. And um, I uh, again giving it to Alex pretty hard that night. I was like, uh, I think there were Facebook posts. there's definitely some tweets. And I know there's some texts. I'm, like, uh, I'm like, hey, did you watch any basketball tonight? What kind? You know, so <laughs> I, de- I, was, I deserved everything I got uh, from Alex and other Ole Miss fans uh, after the game in Jay. Everything I got, I, I'm not bitter about it. I deserved it. I uh, I brought it on. I started the conversation. Now, um, you know, to be fair, yesterday, I'm trying to be a good dude. It's Valentine's Day. I'm a very thoughtful cat. <laughs> I sent Alex a, a humorous NFL-related uh, valentines, and she starts – Bombarding my my text inbox <laughs> with all uh, like what were two or three of them Alex because there were a lot.
2: Um. Oh, I guess i okay. So the Ole Miss Valentines. I think the first one I sent you was, is it the SEC basketball fever making me hot? No, it's just you.
0: <laughs> Which is a great compliment, but again, it was a picture of a uh, was it Moody or?
2: No, the next one Summer. was Moody. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So the next one was, I'm in the moody for some loving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and,
0: nice. And I almost had a nervous breakdown because, again, I'd already written the game off mentally, emotionally fit. You know, I was like, all right, we're going to lose tonight. And now I'm I'm getting a pregame from Ole Miss. I've, I've got all these Valentines, which are, again, the, it's the thought that counts, to <laughs> be sure. Uh, they're the only Valentines I got. So, I mean, you know, I mean, that's pretty sweet. But at so, the same yeah, time,
2: you should be thankful. <laughs>
0: I am thankful. Exactly. That's why I mean.
2: That's why I Get bring it, together, it up. See,
0: again, if I were writing headlines, all it would say is McDaniel gives Livingston valentines. You know, <laughs> then, uh, you know that's basically the you know the summation here. So, uh, you know. So anyway, I, I kind of gave you a talking to or whatever, and I was like, oh, you know, this is you know again Twitter shade because it's that's what you do between the, the two schools, the rivalry, and then uh, man, I sent you a screen capture of the. I, I felt really good at halftime. I sent you a screen capture of the uh, of the the score center update. And uh, that was an all caps response as well, believe it or not. Uh,
2: yes, I believe it of was. Course it,
0: of course, it was an all caps
2: response. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, sa- I think I said, uh, "Don't make the mistake of texting me during this game, all caps. It won't end well for you." <laughs>
0: bad things will happen, and you actually, you, I'm, as I recall, you you uh, threatened my well being uh, last night. Uh, uh, I think you said, "If if <laughs> you end up missing, it's my fault." Uh, I, that actually is a direct quote. Um there yeah um, so i
3: think he was scared actually because he called me and he was like man if i come up missing the night, it's alex yeah, well, like you know I call the police
1: <laughs> i think he even that's... pointed that out didn't you or maybe you that. no no, yeah.
0: no that's why i posted on I twitter hated. because i wanted you to, like i want my death to be avenged there's no let there be no <laughs> mistake like i mean i mean alex we're friends and all but if you murder me i kind of want the worst to happen to you
2: yeah okay that's fair <laughs>
0: Um, So, you know, it was, you know, it was a great game. Uh, What did you think about last night's contest? You know, are you discouraged? Are you still, I mean, you're still having a pretty good season, to be fair.
2: No, I I mean, personally, I'm not discouraged. I think it's one of those, you know, I think Andy Kennedy said um, it's not, he didn't consider it a loss, but it was a win for Arkansas. You know, Arkansas won that game. And, um, you know, and I think there was something to avenge there. Like, any time somebody comes into your house and, you spanked know, spanked. Well, I didn't want to say spanked. I wanted to find a better word. But if you want oh, not use no. spank, the, use y- y-
0: you don't have to. Uh, th- 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 there's <laughs> no way that, that that was that was a beatdown. Let there be no mistake.
2: But I think you know, there's there's always that kind of chip on your shoulder. Like, how dare you come into my house and do that? And so, you know, Arkansas just looked great last night, and and we. Well, I would say Ole Miss was a little a little sloppy in a lot of areas, but. It was one of those when it came down to it, I don't think you can be disappointed. And, you know, obviously both teams – well, now Arkansas solidified, you know, second place in the conference. I think both teams have a shot at going to the tournament. And so how can you be upset about that? It's one of those, like – I think most Ole Miss fans are looking toward Starkville, you know, looking toward beating Mississippi State and Starkville, looking toward the end of the season, hoping nothing freaky happens in Tuscaloosa when we play Alabama next month. Um, And they're wanting to, you know, show that we have a basketball program again. I mean, it's as an Ole Miss fan, I think we're all a little tired of Marshall Henderson being the only thing we've ever had to show for basketball program. I mean, a lot of people are hot and cold about Andy Kennedy, but he's been a successful coach. And, you know, anytime the program can can be elevated without this like larger-than-life, what's-he-going-to-do-next-crazy person like Marshall was. And Marshall was very talented. Don't get me wrong, I love watching him play. But, I mean, come on. It was like, what's he going to do now? Just you know, streak across the court? Is he going to throw bottles at people in the crowd? You never knew. And it, then it became more of a spectacle. Um, so watching the team kind of emerge, especially this season and win some key games, has been fun. Um, you know, I thought it was it was a really, really physical game. And it wasn't the most fun to watch the last minute, but that's why, you know, I was telling Charlie, I think this was the year that I fully committed myself to college basketball because I'd always like, I'd watched it and I'd been, I guess, a casual fan, but there was just something about this year that I really wanted to get into it. So it's almost been kind of a learning experience for me. It's been really fun to be dedicated to a lot of these key games and watch a lot of the teams in the SEC kind of, um, you know, show their colors. I mean, anytime Kentucky is number one, obviously it's fun to watch. And we all take credit for it, don't we? Like yes. oh yeah, SEC, what's yeah, up? Definitely. SEC, like <laughs> that's not an SEC thing. That's a Kentucky <laughs> thing, but we're still gonna claim it. Like what exactly. up you might have won the national championship, but look at us in basketball, which is the weirdest thing in the world yes. to me. Um, you know, so no, I thought it was a it was a good game. Wasn't we, you did
3: you did pick a good year to come back? Absolutely, because SEC is like having a huge resurgence. Absolutely. Like this is probably our best season since the '90s. Oh, and, yeah. 100%, You know, every 100%. and a lot of games have been close. I mean, you know, Texas A&M's good. Ole Miss is greatly improved. Arkansas is finally coming back to relevance. Kentucky is Kentucky. You know, it's just been a really great season for SEC basketball.
1: Do you think absolutely. this is? Um, sorry, uh, change subject. Do you think this is Andy Kennedy's maybe best coaching job? Because you know, of course, we we've talked about in the last few episodes how. Um, You know, they lost Marshall Henderson. Everybody kind of wrote them off this year, and they're having a probably better year than they did last year.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think definitely, and like I said, a lot of people are pretty hot and cold about him. I've never been on that. Well, I've never really been on a a fire-a-coach bandwagon anyway. Like, I just think you have to deal with what it is. But I think it's almost like he's kind of hitting – I don't want to say he's hitting his stride because I don't feel that. He's been there a long time, and um, there have been some good years that just didn't – they weren't executed well or, or whatever. But I think this year is kind of a really comfortable sweet spot combination of having like, especially some of these standout players like Moody, of course. And, you know, the whole issue of Jarvis Summers, like can he play out this season or is he you know kind of falling back? Well, you have these other players who are in place who are going to do that. But I think, you know, he seems a lot more comfortable. Um, you know, that was one thing. Comfortable was like the main word for me for that that first game against Arkansas. They just seemed comfortable doing what they do. This didn't seem like a fluke. Um, for the team to be good, so anytime you see a team that isn't that doesn't seem shocked by its own performance and a coach as well, I mean that's a good thing. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out.
0: Yeah, Bill Simmons has a uh, theory. It's called the Ewing theory, and you know I, he, I think he even tweeted after uh, Marshall left. You know he said that Ole Miss is sort of a, a Ewing, you know Marshall Henderson sort of a Ewing theory of uh, potential. Uh, and again, he did some great things at Ole Miss. Obviously, they won the SEC tournament one year. They went to the yeah. NCAA tournament. You know, so you can't – but I know what you're saying. Like, you know, because a lot of people just said, oh, you know, it's it's just because of Marshall Henderson. And I'll be honest, you know, I I, I didn't think that they would uh, – that Ole Miss would be this after losing a guy like that. Because – but in basketball especially, it, it's almost an addition by subtraction type move where you have this guy that dominates the ball, takes every big shot. Uh, and, you know, and nobody else really gets a chance to sort of – you know, adjust to them sort of, like, get their feet wet themselves. But, like, when you've got everybody now feeling like they're invested, and Ole Miss obviously has that, they have guys that can score, you know, three or four guys that can score double digits. Well, now that's a little bit different, you know. So uh, Marshall was good for what he did. I mean, he probably saved Andy Kennedy's job and put Ole Miss basketball on the map. But by the same token, yeah, he was that polarizing – uh, figure to be sure I mean I, I still love the picture after they hey I think he hit a buzzer beater against Auburn and he goes over to the and the old the old Auburn fan is just sitting there just like just mi- absolutely miserable uh just like just throwing all the shit like, looks like Colby
3: he looks like Colby in his hotel room <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. that was
0: Colby actually he's really cheering again and like, he's just like like Marshall's like popping his jersey showing off the Ole Miss and like the old man is just like
1: it's he just stands like, up yeah and he's um. just i was like
2: no, that it's funny thing about that gift. It's pr- probably my favorite gift ever. But you know, obviously, I work in Alabama, so I have a lot of Alabama and Auburn fans, or friends rather. Well, they are fans, but I have this this one friend who graduated from Auburn. And anytime I own him in like conversation, via text. Anytime I win, I always send him that gift just to like seal the deal. Like you need to know that I own you right
0: now. <laughs> Ex- exclamation point! I know. That, 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 that's you dropping the mic. Just that's it.
2: Absolutely. That's my <laughs> mind drop with him. It's just, you know, we don't even talk that much about Auburn Ole Miss stuff. But um, yeah, that's, that's just to me, it's so symbolic of <laughs> of my role in the friendship. So yeah, that was exciting. And I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm not gonna, there are were, there were a lot of people who fell on the side of, oh, he's such an embarrassment. and He's so bad for the program. I'm not one of those. I mean, maybe that is true. I don't know. I thought he took it too far sometimes, but at the same time, I'm not sitting here saying he was detrimental because of it. Um, he was fun to watch. He was fun mm. to watch troll people. He was fun to watch on the court. Um, it's just you're absolutely right. What you said, you don't you don't want it, you don't want people to think it's a fluke. You want to be able to say this is a well-rounded out basketball team. And so to kind of get away from all that hype, I think has been has been really tremendous. I think that might have added to my. Increased interest as well because I just kind of wanted to watch the season play out for them and the other SEC teams.
0: <sighs> yeah, so. I'll, I'll say this for for Marshall, uh, I wasn't switching the station if if Ole Miss was on just because I knew that he was going to take bad shots. Yeah. Uh, I knew that he was going to hit some of those bad shots, and I knew <laughs> he was going to talk a ton of trash. So like, absolutely. Uh, and again, I think deep down there's just something just interesting about a guy that you know he's sort of look he's rough around the edges. He's had a he's had a checkered past. But he gets buckets, man. He's get he just stays getting buckets all the time. And he talk he's talking trash. He went after fan like, yeah. I mean, I see why you wouldn't like it. I mean, some of the things he did were uncouth, so to speak, I and mean, maybe to put, But like, that's that's part of the Marshall Henderson experience. Like, you yeah. know, like, you know, like Steph Curry. You know, he's as good as anybody playing as well as anybody in the NBA right now. But I mean, he doesn't really talk a lot of trash. He doesn't say much. He's just he's not super interesting from that point of view. Other than unless you're just like a nuclear three point shooter. Uh Marshall <laughs> Henderson, he gives you thirty. He's going to tell you about it. He's going to say something crazy in the post game, Like, the whole experience was wonderful. Like, I'll say this. Like, Arkansas's basketball history is great, but they never had a player like that that just, like, sort of capt- captured the imagination whenever they were on the court. Like, it was just like, you know. So, from that perspective, like – and, again, in our business, you, you know this. Like, I mean, all public- publicity is good publicity. I mean, to an extent, like – people are talking about Marshall Henderson on sports center and talking about him hitting threes and doing crazy things. You know, he's got tattoos. Like it just, I don't know. Like it just, sometimes you, you know, he's sort of Ole Miss's First basketball hero in a long time. Um, he wasn't, a, he wasn't a perfect hero, but he, but he was just interesting to watch. Like, and it was because he could play if he were a bench warmer, you wouldn't feel that way, but you know, he was a star. He really was the best scorer in the sec for two years. And yeah, um, you know, and that's sort of why he, had, he, you know, he was able to carry that weight, so to speak. So.
2: Mm-hmm. No, I agree.
0: Um. All right. It's it's time now. A couple weeks ago, you uh, you admitted on Twitter that you were watching <laughs> cinematic clap. You thought I was joking about this. This is true. I still can't like because I have w- watched it twice since this conversation. Because <laughs> uh, uh, I watch it once a month, like I just do. Like it was the first movie. I'm watching it right now. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> Jurassic Park, cinematic classic, masterpiece, okay? Um, really, for a lot of reasons, um, in a lot of ways, molded me into the person that I am today. Uh, oh. So you can either think <laughs> or... About, you're like, man, I wish I had... This explains bucks, this, everything.
2: I suddenly understand you so much better now.
0: <laughs> you never told me this story. Uh, you watched Jurassic Park for the first time, first probably time. what? It was, this, it was this year, probably in January sometime, is that right?
2: Yeah, it was just a few weeks ago.
0: How did this happen?
2: Um. Okay, so I don't have a good answer for this because it's not like I'm anti-good movies or anything. I just, you know— it So you admit out-
0: it's a good movie.
2: Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Oh. And I, I knew it was. You know, it was one of those, like, I never—I wasn't—I didn't stay away from it or anything. It was just one of those things. I was seven when it came out. It came out in sure. 1993. And, you know, I was an only child at that point. My mom was not really into going to the movies. And, you know, her thing was like, if we're going to go do something fun, I don't want to be in a movie theater. So I really didn't see a lot of movies when I was really little. That was just not something we did. Um, and so I never saw it. And I know it came on TV and stuff after that. But it was one of those that I decided really young, like, I want to watch it, you know, on on tape at the time, right? I, somebody's right. got to have a tape. And um, <laughs> so it just, the years <laughs> went by. and school. I, You know, but I mean, it's one of those, it was so larger than life when it came out. It was such a big hit that as the years went on, it just wasn't something that stayed at the top of my mind in terms of, i had seen enough of the culture surrounding it. Like I knew some of the references, I knew like the quotes, I knew things like that, but I didn't you know, you don't think about it when you grow up and you like, you go to college, you're not thinking, what am I going to do tonight? I know I'm going to watch Jurassic Park. And so this, <laughs> it's funny, actually, that friend I was talking about earlier that I send the Marshall gift to whenever I own him, <laughs> he, he's the one who asked me one day, he's like, have you ever seen it? No, I haven't. He was, this, he, this could not stand. So he was the one that made me watch it. Um, and so I did. And it was great.
0: I uh, if I'd known that because here's the thing I just assume everybody's seen the movie uh you know, I like, know. if I if I'd known that we would have watched this a long time ago, here's how <laughs> big a fan I am of the movie it was the first movie I ever saw twice in theaters I mean my really? dad take me twice yes 100 percent we went to South Haven and like uh the theater in Summer in Memphis um like within a week of each other like I loved it so much for my birthday and Christmas. All I wanted was all the toys. I'm talking like,
2: yeah. I
0: wanted the, the compound, the vehicles. I wanted all the dinosaurs, like the removable, like like the T Rex was like, he had like rubber legs and like a chunk of it came out, like he was like a battle scar. I had what? that mug. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that is, oh I wanted... that's terrifying. And, 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 I, and Logan, uh, I was probably a little bit before Logan. Well, not before his time. He was born, but he was a young guy. Uh, but it was on Princeton, Logan. And like, you know, we had the garage. Mm-hmm. And like I would just sit out there during the summer, like laziest kid ever. And I'm re- like I'm making like Jurassic Park sequels. Like I'm like going to, like <laughs> I read the book even. And then so again, such a fan of the movie. Of course, I had it on VHS. I've actually bought the DVD twice now. I have it on Blu-ray, of course. And then when it came out, <laughs> and then when it came out in 3D two years ago, I think now I think it was the summer of 13. Uh, I watched it twice in 3D in theater. Um, wow exception.
2: Charlie is a super
0: You're, I didn't realize Charlie was that big of a huge fan.
2: Look. I didn't realize it was this big of a deal to you, Charlie.
0: It's I'm telling it, it really for better or worse, you can thank or bash Steven Spielberg for this. It, it, it just was sort of the defining movie of my uh, of my childhood just because I remember I remember watching it. of course I remember the quotes, you know, I had to read the novel like and then I was so massively disappointed by the sequels that um I was kind of like Colby in his hotel room in Nashville. I was just like, I was just like, <laughs> I just dropped. My, actually, I remember watching the third one. I was in Fayetteville. I was going with uh, Chris Carter and his dad, and uh, we were going to Fan Day in Fayetteville over the summer uh, when I saw the. Th- and, uh, he's, and like, so we got there the night before and Kevin, Chris's dad is like, uh, I was like, wow, Well, we got us an off night. What are what are we gonna do? And I was, I was like, the Jurassic Park is playing up at Ra- the Razorback Cinema. Let's go! And I was so mad, <laughs> it almost ruined my experience with Matt Jones the next day. And I, I'll never. <laughs> I'll never forgive them for that. But um yeah, Jurassic Park and I we, we, we go we go way way back and um so I was just surprised. But um I'm glad you liked it.
2: I, I did I skip, mean I have a, I have a few issues. I have a few okay. issues with the movie. Um Almost. let me see if I if I can remember all of them. I just thought a few things were a little weird, like, you know, why they didn't have locks on certain things or how you know, he was talking about spare no expense. Spare no expense. Really? <laughs> yes. But you can't put like, manual locks in your park. Like, it, it makes oh. no sense to me. And also, remember at the end, the, I don't know character names, so please don't judge me. Remember at the end, the girl, who's the little girl? Lex. What's her name? Lex. Oh, so her name is essentially my name. Um, yes. How <laughs> is it? So she Same she, <laughs> like, in a few keystrokes, saves the day, but she couldn't turn off the damn flashlight? An hour earlier to save her brother. Come on. She's like, Oh, this flashlight's too much for me. Let me use my hacker skills though, and I will save <laughs> it, everybody.
3: What you didn't know is that was really Brandon Jones <laughs> <laughs> G- i
2: part of joke. G- uh, um, G- there was something else too. I can't remember. I just had oh well see, to me the end really bothered me. Um and it's not I'm not saying this takes away from the movie. It's just how my mind works. So I get that there are sequels and I haven't, obviously I haven't seen them. I haven't read the books, but to me there's something so irresponsible about leaving all these dinosaurs on that Island and just being like, I'll see ya. Like, are you kidding kidding me? Oh, I just, yeah, that was also, where did the T-Rex come from at the end? Nobody knew. Did he just sneak up on him? And like, come on, every time a dinosaur moved in that movie something's gonna vibrate and then Water, everybody gets Joe. big eyes. Yeah, but you're telling me at the end when you're trying to fight off the raptors, is that right? They were fighting off the raptors, did I get yeah, that right? right? Yeah, and then all of a sudden here's this ginormous T Rex out of nowhere. He just he's just here, y'all. He's gonna save you too. He was like, taking a nap. He was laying Yeah. Totally. You're You're breaking Charlie's heart right now. No, I know. I thought it it was a great movie. I really did. And I, but I never doubted that. It wasn't one of those things I thought, oh, I guess I'll watch it in spite of myself. (laughs) It was just, (laughs) I just never got around to to seeing it, but I totally understand why. And, you know, um, my friend actually brought up a great point that even though this movie was made 22 years ago, like the special effects still stand. This doesn't look look like. You don't watch it and say, oh, haha! Ha, look at those 90s special effects. I mean, it's incredible. And the fact that they were able to do that, you know, back in 93, it's, it's impressive. I get the hype. I understand all of it.
0: It's not like watching, like, 2001 A Space Odyssey where you're like, oh, my gosh, they really – of course, that was in 68. <laughs> it was a little bit – you know, or even Star Wars, the first Star Wars movie. Like, uh, the big one you didn't mention, and this is the one that – um, stuck with me at the time. And again, I, I have a blind, you know, cause well, it's what you do with people that you love. You don't focus on their flaws. You know, you just talk about just the, you know, just the, the good things, you know? So, um, obviously during the, the key part of the movie, they, the, the power goes out and the vehicles all stop in front of the uh, T-Rex pin. Right. Yep. And, uh, they're there and that's where the, the, the Jeep gets spun and everything. And you see them test the, the, the fence and with his big paw and like he rips it down and breaks out. Right. Um, and what it hit me as soon as it happened, when all of a sudden after the T-Rex clears out, it becomes a drop, like down and like you know he flipped the off, you know over on like you know Tim who's stuck in the tree, and they're in the vehicle. And I uh, actually I googled this one time, like when Google, you know, uh, I was I was like, what happened there? And I guess somebody asked, was like, hey, uh, you know, it, that was like a T Rex pen, and then it became like a like a cliff. What happened there, Steven? And he's just like, oh, we wanted to make the movie more dramatic. Like, doesn't explain it, doesn't say anything. <laughs> like, there's no like bomb or anything. Like, that craters it out. No, we just we we feel like the movie needed a really tense moment. Um, and that was that. Like, it just like on the fly, they 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 and, like that stuck with me, and I was like, you know what, like. This movie is so brilliant, you know. I can live with that, but um, and he owned it. Like, like he owned, he was just like, no, 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 no. We, we knew what we were doing. We just uh, so so that's the one that always sticks with me. And like people probably don't even think about it now, but like um, I was just like, wait a minute, that's just where the T Rex was. Uh, you make a good point with the flashlight. I mean, I, I'm gonna say this. She was probably under a lot of pressure. The T Rex <laughs> was about to eat the crap out of her, and I mean, yeah. So her hands got a little shaky. You know what I'm saying? She's a, she's a hacker. She's not a gunfighter. Do um, you, know, you have to be a
2: gunfighter to use a flashlight?
0: Evidently. I Also, mean, <laughs> oh, what's you, you a gunfighter? <laughs> somebody who fights guns. What is living. a
3: gunfighter?
0: <laughs> somebody who, you know, they get into, like, draws, you know, and, like, showdowns and stuff like that. It's not a prevalent job now, but it was back, you know, back in the the, the, the Western, the, you know, the, the great, the wild, wild Western things. Yeah. Um, don't put me on the spot. Like, you're making me feel like Lex right now, and I'm like, I'm, I'm folding <laughs> under the pressure, you know, I mean. Yeah, gunfighters, they're not as prevalent as they you know, as they were once upon a time, but they probably real. You have to have a real steady grip to be a gunfighter.
2: We've gone um, off the rails. Yeah, th- th- this <laughs> yeah. whole
0: thing, basically, here's what happened. This thing was a T-Rex pin, and now we've gone, you know. Um, the other stuff, I see what you're saying, yeah. The, I mean, manual locks on every, I mean, because what happens when Newman decides to shut down the whole park, kill the power, and, like, now you have to still get around at, on the island? Like, it makes no sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I don't know it was it was crazy but I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you finally watched it and again had I known that it would have this would have happened uh, you know this would have happened in high school to be honest like I mean I had, had that happened like just you know so the well, important thing is you we, didn't, you've
2: we seen, didn't speak in high school we, we were not friends.
0: I texted you in high school. Like we were friends in high school. That's I don't not think true. We,
2: I don't think text messaging existed when we were in high
0: school. <laughs> nah,
3: like, no one's really out. friends with Charlie. In, in your defense, Alex, no one's really friends. with well, you're Charlie. always you're kind of always exists. accusing
0: me of
2: um. You're <laughs> you might have commented of, on my live journal or something. <laughs> but, or blurtie. So, or my Blurdy,
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, because we had all that. Um, we did. I, I don't. But well, but you're always accusing me of, of chalking your car and then texting you or call. Well i guess calling you i guess you did say call so never mind but like you know hey I, I i i i didn't really have enemies i still don't have enemies now um i have some enemies but but you're not one of them you're, you've never been That's one right. of them so i'm sorry <laughs> you felt that way um but uh it's all one-sided enemyhood i guess you know because i don't hate anybody I'm, I'm a i'm a i'm such a shy guy you know like it's hard for me really <laughs> uh,
2: Clearly. i'm just
0: not i'm not <laughs> going at all um so, all right, so I guess we'll cap off the Ole Miss portion of the program. Uh, football recruiting, what did you think about Ole Miss, uh, their, their new stock of players, anybody that stands out to you particularly? It was a highly regarded class. Um, what, what, just general thoughts in two or three minutes. I mean, however much time you've got, I guess. But
2: um, I mean, I think, obviously, it wasn't a great – compared to – I mean, every, everybody's going to compare back to 2013, right? And I feel like it was kind of this this high moment. Obviously, for the program, um, scoring who they did, but you know we definitely have a few standouts. We have Van Jefferson, um, you know Javon Patterson, Demarcus Lodge. Like those are, are the three standouts. Obviously, Chad Kelly um, is a talker <laughs> because of his of his uh, history. I really don't know um, how that's all going to shake out. I mean, obviously he's going to make a push for starting QB, but um, it's just really hard to even think of him right now without. Th- Thinking about him spraying this place with an AK 47. So he could be the Marshall Marshall Henderson of the football team. So, uh, you know, we'll see. But I think, you know, it was a decent class. Um, It's just compared to past years, especially when you think about, um, you know, some of these guys that they thought or might have thought had been a lock that ended up um, going elsewhere. I mean, Freeze, freeze, what did you say? (laughs)
0: I it said it's a god. It's thing. It's a god thing.
2: <laughs> Give it all to God, man. Give it all. To god. It, it, it's
0: one of them god things.
2: So, but like when you think about Freeze, especially after 2013, especially flipping as many as he did, he got this reputation for having this ability to flip anyone, right? Like he could just walk in a kids' house. It didn't matter if he had been, you know, wearing purple and gold all his life and, and cheering LSU. That he had this innate ability to convince them to come to Oxford. And so when you see kids flip in spite of that like i think a lot of people thought it was worse than it was i don't think it was a devastating day but um you know it is what it, it is we'll, he we'll actually
0: he actually flipped me just now i'm going to uh to take over the red cast. um and it's just all <laughs> things almost rebel so uh, man, i don't even red? know how I did that
2: is that a real thing
0: uh that- it can be if you make it happen
2: I mean, <laughs> I have no interest in starting it. I just didn't know if like that was your like sister station or something. <laughs> like, the sister station. The podcast is uh, the uh, Redcast. The,
0: well, we can do the. I mean, I, I feel like we're qualified enough to, to do like all. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna dow- bow out at
3: the yeah. Redcast. <laughs> <But> Logan has resign <laughs> his
0: position as co-host of the Redcast. Um, Colby, are you still alive?
1: Yeah, I'm here.
2: He's in the okay. hotel room.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm back in the hotel room.
0: Colby, <laughs> no, no, we won last night. It's good. Now I'm I'm already drunk though, so uh, they've uh, it's the worst. Yeah, it's like, it's like uh, I'm just worried about right what all star, They've uh, so Alex, what what else been happening? Everything uh, going on at work. What what are you working on right now? What what is the latest? Um, of course this is Alex know. at Alex, Alex McDaniel on Twitter. Uh, if you want to throw her a, a follow, she's good with gifts and. Um, I I read I read I read, Delaney, I read the Delaney Walker story today about his about his uh fiance girlfriend. Good yes. lord, what a jerk! Um,
2: I, I mean, I'm, I just I don't know. I just don't know what kind of sure. Yeah, if this is all true, he's definitely a jerk. We can say that. I'm not gonna right. say this not true. But what is this world we live in where we're just giving out our passwords to our significant others? Like, well, I don't ever need my boyfriend or husband to post an emergency Instagram for me. That's not necessary. And I feel like, why does she have access to it? It's just really weird. But um, I'm actually, it's funny because I'm actually moving into a new position tomorrow at AL.com. I'm going to be taking over Birmingham Magazine as the managing editor. So um, it'll be interesting to see... That i'll definitely be you know I, I feel like i've kind of got this following especially on twitter um and just kind of being passionate about sec sports i think I, i'm not going to change that at all it's not going to suddenly become you know like the prettiest homes in birmingham or like <laughs> visit these <laughs> wine and cocktail cats. parties um you know i think there's a space to do that on 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 their stuff so i i hope my My following will still join me along for the ride. But this gives me an incredible opportunity. I mean, I my background is in magazines, so this was kind of the goal for me. I wanted to end up as an editor of a magazine, and um, we... I'm really excited about kind of delving into Birmingham and and really getting into the nightlife and the culture. I mean, this is a city that is, you know, to say it's up and coming is an understatement. And I know I just sound really biased, but, you know, I'll be honest in saying that I moved here from Jackson too. So it's kind of like a comparison (laughs) issue. It's like, you know, it's really hard to go to, to, to not go up at least a little from the perspective of a young person. I think Jackson's a fine city. I just think when you're young, it's, it, it doesn't have as much as you'd want, but Birmingham is one of those places everybody seems to think that it's it sucks um, for whatever reason. But it is the best place I've ever lived, and it's you know, got incredible restaurants and nightlife, and obviously um, this is a huge sports market. Um, so it's it's kind of ideal for me. So yeah, I'm excited. So I hope you guys will still bring me on the Hogcast, even though I'm over in the magazine world now.
0: Mm. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll have to have a meeting about it. You know, obviously right. have, I can't speak for the other two guys. <laughs> Uh, so basically what you're saying is Birmingham is like your version of Ole Miss's 2013 recruiting class, and Jackson <laughs> may have been like the 2014 or 15 class. Is that sort I, of I what would, you're getting at?
2: If we're going to use a football comparison, I would rather say Birmingham is like the Cody Core of the South right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, you know. Up-and-comer. up
0: and, comer. Like, you up know, he's, and he's under standing the radar.
2: Out. Yeah, yeah. He's gritty. You don't see him coming, but when he's there, you know.
0: <laughs> right. So like, so basically, if you blindfolded somebody, took them to Birmingham and like just set them out on the main stretch, like you're like, oh, wow, we're, we're, this is great. Where are we, Atlanta? Birmingham. Oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> I How mean, this that's the great thing about it. It's not as big of a city, obviously, as, as like a Memphis or an Atlanta. Um, you know, I would say, and I'm probably really wrong about this, but just from my, and I haven't spent much time in Little Rock, but it's comparable in the sense that obviously it's a, it's a city. like It's a happening city. It's not just a small town, but it still has like a small town feel to it. Um, and yeah, I've always loved living in places like that, except you just have a lot of people who are investing here. In terms of, you know, wanting to live here, wanting to develop great culture here. And obviously it's, you know, like I said, it's got a great sports culture. The SEC is based here. This is where their offices are. Um, SEC Media Days is here. So mm. it's it's kind of got the best of, of everything for me. I love it. <laughs> it's great. Well, so.
0: And basically any big city, you know, uh, that feels like a small town conversation has to begin and end with uh, Marion, Arkansas. So
2: I mean yes, that, that goes the, without
0: saying. So the
2: bustling metropolis of Marion, Arkansas. <laughs> uh,
0: so much a uh, Tumbleweed there. just went by my office just now. So
2: <laughs> Did um, you stop and interview it?
0: Uh yeah, actually I, I took a picture of it. I got a cell phone number. I know where to find him at. He's you know, he's it's not hard to it's not hard to find. So uh Alex, appreciate yeah. you, as always coming on. Uh Thank we're gonna you have so we're gonna have that meeting about having you back now that you've kinda sold out. I feel like you kinda sold out, like I can't I can't speak for everybody else, but I feel like you kind of you know no that's I great I, 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 I uh you know you got a promotion and stuff so I mean that's that's like a right. definition obviously that's selling out, out. <laughs> um, obviously you know m- m- making more money getting a better position that's all selling out that's not you know uh, no that's I didn't know that that's awesome so I feel like I just learned something here uh, today and uh, it's pretty exciting and you know I'll, I'll have to try to get my hands on some of these uh, magazines because I love magazines they're my favorite except Jurassic <laughs> Park other, other than Jurassic Park.
2: Uh, so Jurassic Park then magazines
0: <laughs> if there was a Jurassic Park magazine if you're going to be editor of Jurassic Park magazine I would quit my job and I would do it volunteer work like I mean <laughs> I'd have to sleep on your couch but like I would I would be there Like, I, oh I that would
2: be there. the worst magazine of all time or the best
0: or the, or the best, best magazine of all time you're right uh, no, I, you would...
2: I appreciate it guys
0: absolutely anytime you want to come back on just let us know
2: we will do
0: thanks Alex
1: thanks Alex thanks.
3: thanks, Alex. Once
0: again, that was Alex McDaniel of uh, AL.com. Kind enough to come on with us today. Uh, She was an Ole Miss alum, big Rebel fan. Uh, Not devastated about the loss last night, as she said. Uh, Very, uh, you know, still got a pretty positive outlook. Uh, And, of course, they pounded the Razorbacks in Fayetteville uh, earlier in the season. So, uh, now, that wasn't the only game the Razorbacks played this week. In fact, the Hogs uh, won two road games this week, which – kind of defied all expectations for us. Uh, certainly my expectations on a Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? And it was Tuesday night, right? Tuesday, mm-hmm. Tuesday night, yeah. the Razorbacks journey to the, um, just the greatest sec city, Auburn, Alabama, Logan. And I went in, uh, August and it was, it was, a uh, it was a good, it was a, I'm, I'm trying to, it was, I really, I don't even know how they compete with Alabama. <laughs> I'm
3: just saying after being, after, after being to both campuses, I just don't, I don't understand. It must be a God thing. It's, it's a say. God
0: thing. I, uh, <laughs> But uh, the Razorbacks were able to uh, navigate Auburn and come away with a 101-87 victory. The Hogs hit the century mark against the Tigers. Uh, I think that's their third straight win in Auburn Al- Auburn Arena, too. Is that right? I, I could. I-, I remember that was something discussed during the game.
1: I, I think that they've won our last one with, uh, against them lately. Yeah,
0: that's that's about mm-hmm. the only play that they've had success I think they've won on the
1: road. Seven straight against them, maybe eight.
0: That's for, now that's a god thing, guys. Uh, well, what did y'all think about the Auburn game? I, you know, uh, I, I'll hold my comments. I like, I like the Auburn game because
3: we had ten people. I think everybody scored except for uh, Trey Thompson and Bab. Uh, that was really awesome to see. I mean, we pretty much dominated the entire game, though. Um, Portis doing Portis things. Quals kind of out of his slump, scoring nineteen. Um, it's a really good game, man. I really don't really have much else to say. We kind of just dominated them throughout the entire. I mean, every facet of the game.
1: I thought the refs kind of took a little bit out of the game Just calling so many fouls I guess it got, did get a little chippy And they kind of had to start calling stuff But it just, it, I think it took away from the game Made Arkansas's win not look as good, I guess But that's my only complaint I thought Arkansas played really well And adjusted really well You know, a lot of times in the past They've been called for a lot of fouls And they haven't adjusted well I thought they they did this game Or the Auburn game And, um, you know, that's their third straight game in a row They'd won by 15-plus, I think
3: I will say this. That game lasted forever. The first half never ended. Like, I kept on looking up, and I was like, dude, the first half is still going on. I mean, I mean, if Auburn shot 40 free throws on the game, if that, if that goes ahead and tells you anything, that's just
1: incredible. You know, we're always gripping because we're the second game, and it goes like an overtime. Like, I'd hate to be the, right after our game because, it, like, it was, like, halfway through the first half when Colorado State, whoever was playing.
0: Yeah, it's a... Uh, y- I think kind of a common theme for this year's team, and I feel like we say it a lot, and that's a good thing, uh, just taking care of business, you know, uh, able to go on the road. Uh, and, again, like, you don't want to take anything for granted because, it, you know, people are still convinced Arkansas struggled on the road, but the, to be to, to be honest, they've won, what, five out of seven on the road this year?
1: Seven out of their last
0: 11, too. Seven out of their last 11. So uh, there's no question that at one time that was the, the, the case, but it's not really – there anymore I mean Arkansas I mean you can't really other than the um uh, the Clemson game and the non-conference schedule I mean there's no I mean there's no game that I felt like you know I mean I'm not surprised we lost to Florida I'm surprised how we lost to Florida but like that's a losable game. but like Arkansas was just taking care of business It was the same thing with Auburn you know they went down there they showed up they played hard uh again 101 points you know yeah the officiating was it, it is what it is you know and I felt like the officiating is what it is against um you know, was what it was against Ole Miss as well, um, you know, and it's just it's just that's the officiating, you know. But I, I like that in the past, or I don't like, but in the past I feel like that we've almost gotten caught up in that, uh, you know, sort of letting it, you know, sort of dominate their thoughts. You know what I mean? Like like they've gotten out there. Well, they definitely they're
3: definitely overcoming that stuff. Right. I mean, I mean, you, even with Auburn is not is one example. You also go to Ole Miss where I felt. The officiating was pretty horrible again, um, but we just found a way to win, and that's that's huge. I mean, I saw Nick Mason on Twitter last night comparing us to the Auburn football team from a couple of years ago. Um, you know, we're just finding ways to win these close games, and that's huge going forward. Especially when you think, you know, March Madness. You know, that's that's what that's the whole thing about March Madness: winning survive close games, um, survive in advance. So, you know, that's a really I think this is a really good test for our team. You know, if we can do it here, that's going to get in their heads and be like, man, we can we can really do some damage and. You know, I think it's going to go well. You, I mean, know, for, you
0: see, for a couple of – I'll go ahead, hopes
1: I was going to say, it's it's basically the same team you see at home that you do on the road. Of course, they shoot a little better at home, but they're – I mean, they're basically the same team. Instead of the last few years, it's been a whole different team on the road. It looked like a, you know, a sub-500 team before.
3: I will say this. Will you guys go – like, what you guys say as of right now that the Razorback – that hog ball is back? Like, would you think it's back?
1: Uh, I'd like to
0: see it for more than one season. Um, you know, just because – but having said that, you got to start somewhere. And um I mean th- this is the best this is the most fun season um that I that I've experienced just in terms of uh fun to watch, uh expectations, meeting expectations, you know, uh taking care of business, uh winning big games. Uh, you know, as far as all that, it's been since Pat Bradley and Kareem Reed in the the 90, 98, 99 seasons when uh the Razorbacks we're really still rolling, uh, you know. There was a blip there in the 2000 SEC tournament, um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, like, you got to start somewhere, and it's been so long, you know, two coaching, uh, two coaching tenures that didn't really work out. Um, I mean, it's certainly on its way to being back, but this is the closest that the most ex- sustained success that the team has had since uh, Nolan was roaming the sidelines. No question. Um, is consistently over the point of season. you're 20-5 and five now, you know. So uh, I compare Arkansas to a juggernaut in the group message earlier, um, but it's not far-fetched. I mean, you look not just at the record, but sort of how they've steamrolled some games. They've, you know, won big games. I'm talking, you know, um, you know, and they've got some good ones coming as well. Uh, Ole Miss last night was a big win. You know, I felt like, you know, splitting with Tennessee ended up being big, winning at Georgia. Um, those are all big, you know, just – it's the it's the best season since nineteen ninety eight or nineteen ninety nine. So I, I'm enjoying that. I don't know if Hog ball's back, but this is uh, it looks like Hog Ball right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. I mean,
1: I was actually telling somebody last night I haven't been able to really enjoy this season probably as much as I should, just because I was worried about you know them collapsing or you know something happening. And I, I felt like this is a good team that can make a run, but this is honestly the first team since the 98-99 team that I think that's going into the. You know, uh, this time of season, you, you're playing for seeding. I remember even when Pelford, the 07 team they got like the 8th seed, uh, they had to make a deep run. They see tournament actually to uh, pretty much get themselves in the tournament. Like if they had lost the first round or second round, they might not even have made the tournament. And we, even a couple of Stan Heath teams, they had to, you know, do finish out really strong to make the tournament. I feel like with what I think six conference games left, I think this team bearing a collapse is just playing for seeding now. And that's something we just haven't seen. And, um, you know, and I think with you seeing uh, Mike Anderson get a commitment from Ted Capita, I feel like he's uh, here for the long term, and I feel like that um, you know he's building for the long term. And I feel like it's gonna it's gonna be a, he's gonna sustain it.
3: Yeah, I, I just want to talk like let's go back to the Hogcast episode, probably post Clemson oh. game, right? Let's just talk about it for a second, because I mean we were, I mean think about some of the conversations we were having, like you know, Same I mean, old Mike, legitimately. Oh yeah, same old crap. Mike legitimately could, you know, be on the hot seat um, if he doesn't make the tournament. Um, it's just amazing how kind of like a 180 the entire fan base is taking now, and rightfully so. I mean, we, we've proven it on the court uh, so far this season that you know we're we're here to play. We're here, we we can beat anybody. Like I really believe we could beat anybody. Well, even right it's
1: now. a 180 probably from the first Ole Miss meeting. I mean, we were kind of panicking then when you know somebody came in and Bud the Bud Walton and actually won and blew us out.
0: Mm -hmm. I I was pretty panicky at that too because then if we can't win at home where can we win right and we didn't know Ole Miss was was going to have the type of season that they're putting together as well uh but it's just the defense but man like Colby was saying today that he thinks that the Ole Miss the Clemson and the Florida losses might have been a good thing because it sort of refocused the team you know on defense and things like that and uh hard to argue I mean you know you can't argue with the results you know so if it takes that um You know, uh, no, I mean, and you got to think, too, it wasn't just the Clemson loss. It was just the nature of the loss. Like, if if Clemson had dominated, that would have hurt and caused some people to panic as well. But being up and just falling apart in in so many different ways in that game, and again, this is fresh off of, um, you know, you haven't been to the tournament since 2008. You know, Mike, I mean, everybody kind of knew Portis could leave after the season. You know, Qualls was playing well. You're losing Kai Madden. I mean, at that time, It wasn't just the Clemson loss. It was everything that's happened, all of the great meltdowns for the Razorbacks, really, since Nolan was um, asked to leave, just sort of all culminating at that point. And, um, you know, man, you got to give Mike Anderson a lot of credit for keeping the guys focused, keeping them together. And uh, they're on a great run right now. And, again, still got some good ones coming. But um, Mm -hmm. plenty of opportunities to prove yourself. But, um, I mean, just didn't listen to the outside noise. And, again, some of it was from us, some of it was from other media and fans and things like that. Uh, kept them on a steady course. And, you know, and here we are now talking about we're making plans to watch an Arkansas NCAA tournament game. And it's almost like I'm in sixth grade again, but it's, it's way better because it's, it's real. Yeah.
3: So now we're 20 and 5. We've got six games left. Uh, three pretty easy opponents. You know, we gotta go, We got to go on the road to Mississippi State, mm. but we handled them pretty well uh we got Texas A&M at home, really good, really good basketball team. Then you got to go to Rupp arena yeah. And at South Carolina, with South Carolina pretty 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 bad right now. And also LSU at home. And I actually forgot Missouri is also this week at home. So and Missouri is also lost like 10 in a row. So you've got about three really winnable games there and then you also got I guess teams that are very below us. And then you also got a&M, Kentucky, and LSU are also pretty solid programs. So what are you guys predicting here coming out in the next week or two? Um, and what do you think we need
0: to – what do you think our record needs to be for us to be feeling good going into postseason? I'd love a 4-2 and two run over these last six because that means that you've, you know, handled the three teams you should beat and you've gotten at least one of those games against an SEC heavy hitter. Uh, you know, Kentucky's the, the obvious game you'd like to win. But, uh, you know, if it's not in the cards, it's not in the cards. But um, – Four and two would be exceptional. That'll put us at a uh, twenty four and seven going to the S C tournament. Um and, you know, and three and three wouldn't be bad. It just sort of depends on the nature sort of you know, of course two of those games are at home, A and M and L S U, so uh and
2: Missouri. and Missouri. And Missouri,
0: right. So, you know, I mean it's. Mm-hmm. uh I I would love four and uh four and two. Uh I would be ha- I would be I would live with four and two, assuming that you know, you, you take care of the the three teams you should beat, and if you just steal one of the other ones, you know, it's a uh, that's solid, that'd be a solid record.
1: I think if you get if they get two and if they go two and four, I think they're in the tournament. I think they need, I think twenty two is part of the magic magic number. Even probably one win might even get them in right now at this point. But you know, I could see them going three and three. Anything over three and three, you you're maybe looking. And as long as they get at least one or two wins in the tournament SEC tournament, I think this is maybe a team that could get a five or six seed or seven seed somewhere in that range and I mean that's not me being a home or anything I mean that's I mean uh Joe Nardi came out this uh, uh field today, his projected field and has Arkansas at seed today and so you got to think if Arkansas just wins their three home games I mean that's a big win against that a and LSU and then of course Missouri is a uh, I mean not a great win but it's a win so I mean your RPI is going to go up and especially with even the losing Kentucky it's going to you know stay pretty pretty about the same spot so You know, three wins. I think they're. You know, they win three out the next six, and one or two in the SEC tournament. I think they're probably a seven seed. You win go four and two, you're maybe talking about a five, six seed.
3: Here's a crazy thing to me. I'm looking at this schedule right now, and I really see a a possibility where we could win pretty much all of these. I mean, we we match up pretty well with Kentucky. I know. You know, they're undefeated. That's that's probably gonna be a loss, but I think we give them a definite run for their money. We're going to get up for that game. We always have with Mike and the squad. They know how to play against these guys. Um, But, yeah, four and two, I think what Charlie said, that's about what we need to – I think that that would be good going forward. I think everybody would feel real good about four and two. But, man, you mess around and beat Kentucky, you're looking at a real high seed. I mean, we're already a six or seven right now. Can you imagine being like a four going into the tournament? That would be insane. if they beat
1: Kentucky and went like five and one during the stretch, win one or probably two games in the SEC tournament, I mean, I'd say probably a four or five seed.
3: Would well, that give you 26 yeah. wins, 25, 27 wins? I mean, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, I
1: think if they go to... seed, You got a two seed, uh, like 2007 or not, and I think they were at about 26, 27
0: wins, so. Uh, if they beat Kentucky and they finish out 5-1 and one and then they win a game or two in the SEC tournament, um, uh I'll be very excited. I may not be able to uh, to, to do the show. I might be – I don't know where the NCAA tournament is, but I'm probably going to try to go. Like, I'm, uh, I don't have the excess scratch, but it would well be worth mm-hmm. it. Uh, man, you know, and then you're talking about in a one-game situation, you know, uh, you know you're a team now where, you know, you, you think back to Mike Anderson, the UAB in Missouri, you know, they always seem to – the tournament sort of favors them, the tournament mode, because you've only got one day in between games, you know, and his teams always seem to be – You know, up in the tournament, I think at Missouri, did he win his first NCAA game every year he was there? Or I I believe that, you know, or there was some sort of streak like that. I could be wrong, but, um, you know, certainly. And just when an an NCAA tournament game is such such an honor and such a big deal, I just think. uh, And then if you talk talk about Sweet 16, oh, my gosh, like, I, you know, (laughs) my my head is spinning. Hold on. I got to sit down. I got to sit down. Uh, the good
3: thing is, I, I really believe, like, if you get in the tournament, everybody in the bracket does not want to see Arkansas, no. especially if they end up going 5-1 and one to end the year. No one wants to see Arkansas red hot in the style of play that they do. Like, most teams haven't seen that all year.
0: And well, and the Hogs are so gonna see that too, you know, that in the mm-hmm. tournament format. You know, legs, uh, it's a concern. It's a concern for Arkansas, too, but, you know, Arkansas plays 9 or 10 routinely every night and doesn't have a ton of drop-off. You know, you want to get Ja'Cory or Anthlon going – a little bit better than they have been, but uh, but I'm just saying, like if they're just out there defending, you know, you've got Bobby Portis, who's one of the, who's one of the, in my opinion, one of the top 15, 20 players in the country. Very good. Um, so anytime you got a guy like that, and you've got solid role players around him, you're in good shape. Uh, you know, you've seen Michael Qualls hit for thirty in a game. Like that's a that's a. Um, And then you got Beard getting better every single game. Every game, game. exactly. That
3: kid, that kid had his best game of his career so far last night. I mean, four for four from three, and just making and just playing hard all game long,
0: making all all the winning plays uh you know just just plays hard defends well i just you know I, i'd go on about anton beard i mean you're, you're baiting me right now but um <laughs> but you know yeah i just uh i agree 100 you know so and again in the tournament anything can happen i mean you know one get you know team has a cold shooting night they don't get the calls they don't get the bounces you, you just don't know you got to put yourself in a position to get there but a, a five or a six seed is not a bad spot to make a run from either in my opinion
3: you get talking about a four seed, though, man. <laughs>
0: oh, man, I didn't want to have a stroke but yeah. today, but here we go.
3: <laughs> the best part I think about the NCAA tournament, though, is we might get away from the SEC refs for a little while.
0: <laughs> <laughs> shade! No, you're right. Shade, they're, they're, so they're, much They're, shade. they're, they're terrible.
1: They're, and they're and a- another good thing about the NCAA tournament is if you get it past that first round, teams don't have as much time to prepare for you. And I think Arkansas is just a hard team to prepare for. Like you see, like teams like Tennessee, they kind of got the blueprint and everything. You got teams that we might meet a West Coast team, a pac you know, twelve team. They haven't been watching film Arkansas. They've been watching pac twelve, you know, film. So, um, you know, that's you know, they're gonna have time to prepare. They might have like a couple days or you know, two days to prepare for Arkansas, and it's is gonna be. You really just don't have time to prepare.
0: Again, and and maybe that's why Mike Anderson's teams have been so successful in the tournament. I'm not sure, but yeah, I mean that's it's not a bad thing. I mean you can do a walkthrough and you know, and like even a practice, but it's, I mean, you're not going to get the full effect of in the game. Uh, of course, you know, the refs, they'll ultimately dictate how much stuff they let the, Ra- how much contact they let Arkansas get away with. But, um, interesting nonetheless, but yeah, I mean, it seems like there's going to be a tournament game. It seems like Arkansas is going to be involved and, um, you know, it's just, it, it, it's really felt like the nineties again, you know, and that's, that. that's again, people thought that the, that the Razorbacks, the basketball program was dead. Uh, and really at the way the last year ended, um, Maybe even justifiably so, but it's it's been just a great renaissance year um, in Fayetteville, and I you know it's just it's been a great ride, and there's still some still some moments to be written, uh, so to speak. So,
3: yep. Yep. well, we're running out of time, guys. Going to and wrap this up, but shout out to Oxmanano coming on to the show. Um, always great to have her on and listen to her and Charlie have some discussion. Always fun. You, usually, <laughs> um, yeah. usually
0: great to have her on. Usually,
3: <laughs> you, usually great. You know, so. Uh, we we avoided the bullet with the first for the first loss. She didn't come on then, so we made sure to get her on after
0: we won again. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> that, that, that was uh, strategic. But,
3: uh, Yeah, so um, yeah, so we'll be back with you guys next week, hopefully with a couple wins. You know, Arkansas's got a couple winnable games next week, and uh, just gotta hope to continue the, the the powerful season that the basketball team's been having. So we'll we'll see you guys next week.
1: Thanks, yeah, thanks everybody. for listening.